Hi, this is Dan Cassetta. Welcome to Flashback Friday on Changing Lives, Selling Knives. This podcast was created to share inspiring stories from people who are positively impacting the world using lessons and skills they first learned from selling Cutco knives with Vector Marketing Corporation. Episodes feature some of Cutco's most prominent alumni and top achieving current leaders. Flashback Friday is your chance to hear a short piece of one of my favorite past episodes. We'll hand select the best nuggets to share with you in this short form. The lessons of the Cutco Vector experience are numerous, are compelling, and are real world concepts for business and life. Thanks for pressing play. Let's get on with today's flashback. Today, we are flashing back to episode number 57 with Evan Keller. Evan is one of the top performing and most respected leaders in the Cutco Vector Marketing sales organization. He runs a record-breaking sales team in San Diego, leads the consistently excellent South Coast division, and does it all while having a vibrant family life with his wife and three small children. Evan is the ultimate role model for everyone who knows him personally or from afar. In this short snippet, I ask Evan to specifically share his keys for combining personal excellence in his home and family life with his professional life in his role with Vector. He shares his mindset, strategies, rituals, and routines, and the reasons that motivate and inspire him to achieve excellence. This flashback episode is sponsored by San Diego-based Organifi which I like to call the Cutco of superfood blends. Their green juice is a blend of 11 superfoods and is great as a replacement for breakfast. My favorite is their gold tea, which is awesome for nighttime. It boosts your immunity and helps you sleep. Everything from Organifi is all natural and organic, and you just mix it with water when you're ready to use it. You can check out the full line of their products at Organifi.com. That's O-R-G-A. NIFI.com. You get 15% off everything that they carry by using the discount code CLSK. You can see all our sponsors at changinglivespodcast.com slash deals. Enjoy this flashback segment from Evan Keller and be sure to revisit the full episode number 57. Let's talk about what you feel like are the keys to achieving excellence, both personally and professionally. How do you strike that balance? What do you think are some of the important things that help keep both of those plates spinning at a very high level for you? So the first thing that comes to my mind when I I think about that, I just feel like people ask oftentimes about balance, right? And how how do you get it all done? And, And I'm I feel like more and more I'm just perceiving it as just it's an integration. It's just it's everything together. So it's not like I I just work. And then I'm also separately from that, I'm a dad. And then separately from that, I'm a husband. It just feels like right now for me, I'm doing it in a way that there's more fluidity to it. And what I would like to say here is that I can separate the two when it's needed, but I don't necessarily look at them as completely separate entities. And I think because of that, you know, I can involve my family in work things. And sometimes I'll share work things at home and vice versa. And it goes all different ways. But the number one thing that I think helps me have some type of separation is that particularly this year, Dan, I've really made a decision to be 
intentional with my time, you know, wherever, wherever we are, we need to be there. And when I'm with my family and I'm with my wife, I am intentional about my phone is down and I'm engaged in trying to play full out as much as I possibly can in those moments. And even though some of, I might spend most of my time in my business, the time that I like literally hours, but the time that I'm actually spending with my kids or my wife resonates at a bigger level when I'm showing up for the hours that I am putting in. So uh, I'm trying to be as intentional as possible about that. And then when I'm at work, I'm, I'm choosing to work and making sure that I make those hours really, really count. So that way I don't have anything hanging over my head. I feel like a lot of managers in our company oftentimes get caught up working a lot of hours without necessarily being affected in those hours. And I'm certainly guilty of that over the years for sure. this year I'm, I'm guilty of that it's a it's an ongoing process to get better but i've just really decided to be intentional about where where i am i'm going to be there and be as focused as i possibly can and because of that the business will bloom and and then my marriage and uh, relationship with my kids will bloom even more so that's something that i'm spending a lot of time thinking about and trying to put into practice on a daily basis what are some of the most important activities in your work that you feel like enable you to be the most effective? What are the things you're doing on a day-to-day basis that uh, bring out the best in, in yourself and your people? Yeah. So I think the number one thing for me now trying to scale my organization is, is planning and forethought. Uh, doing vision casting. How do I want things to be? Where do things need to fall? So that way, because everyone in my, my organization is looking to me for the answers and to lay out a framework and an outlay for how things need to be ran and what programs are going to be stressed, which ones are going to, you know, we're going to put on the, the back of the back burner, so to speak. And so because of that, my best time is spent on planning. And that is something, by the way, that I like the least about my position. Uh, I, I just, I dread planning, but I know that when I get it done, the feeling, just like anything else, like, when I get it done, it feels so good to have accomplished that. Another thing that I find now is very useful for my time is what I invest into my uh, into my brain, what I'm reading, what I'm thinking about, what I'm journaling, what I'm absorbing. Uh, this year, I've really, I really feel like I've turned it up a different notch and absorbed a tremendous amount of content. But that allows me to stay fresh and bring different themes and ideas to my people. Where I feel like in the first three years as a division manager, that four years maybe there might have been more recycling of, of content. And so now I feel like I'm bringing new things, which really invigorates me. And then another thing you ask, where in my work am I? Are people getting the best of me? And I, I feel like my best work is obviously running leadership events for my organization, right? Our, our leadership academy program and our management development program. But I feel like I'm at my best when I'm doing one-on-ones with people and I'm getting a chance to peel back layers and ask questions and have purposeful conversations with them. And that's when I feel most invigorated with my position. So, and that's the best way I can use my time as a division manager. What else do you feel like uh, is important in striking that balance between your business success and your personal success? What else comes to mind? So something that comes to mind immediately is I'm a big believer that, you know, the people that are around us that influence us really make a difference. in if we're able to push something forward or we stay stagnant or if we're pulled back. So something that's really key for me in terms of striking a balance is having, you know, for anybody that's listening to the 
podcast who does have a significant other, uh, wife or otherwise, is to make sure that it's communicated really effectively from where I'm going to use my time. Because I feel like if I don't do a good job setting expectations, then somebody's let down, right? And it could be my kids, it could be my wife, it could be my peers, it could be my friends, it could be my region manager, right? If I don't talk openly about what they can expect of me. And so that really helps me strike a better balance. So when, for example, everyone who's in our business knows we have big push periods and, you know, one of the keystones of having a great, a great sales push is talking to other people about what you're going to do. So they know what, when you're working really hard and when maybe you're taking the foot off the gas just a little bit. So that helps me strike that healthy balance. So particularly for my wife, so she knows exactly what she can expect of me when, and then Dan, something else that immediately comes to mind for me is that I find that I'm at my best when I'm ritualistic and what that means for me is, uh, you know, a, a morning routine, a powerful way to start my day, uh, certain things that I'm going to be reading or consuming or even eating every single day. Uh, and then also how I'm going to do a Monday, how I'm going to accomplish a Tuesday, how I'm going to flow through a Wednesday and making sure that that's all planned out really, really well. So if I, if I'm on my rituals for how I do that, I'm more effective, I'm more productive and I'm better at what I do and I get more done which then as a young district manager, I had a lot of guilt because I didn't get everything done. It's hard as a solopreneur, but when you start to build people and other parts of your organization can grow and scale, more can get done at an effective level. And I could get a lot of that stuff done in the, the quote business hours. So that way, when I came home, I could, I could play big at home and I, yeah. could, I could show up like the top leader, top dog type of person in my business. I, I can show up like that man at home, which is really important for me. And of course, it's important for my family. Yeah. Can you give an example of a a professional ritual and and maybe even a personal ritual that comes into play in your life on a weekly basis? Yeah. So right now, my, one of my most important personal rituals is just my morning, my morning routine. So I'm up really early and I have some version of the miracle morning, which I know has spread rampant, not only through our community, but many others. And then I'm, I work out in the morning and I get some type of sweat on. And then after that, I still have some more quiet time in the morning to, to complete my goal, Dan is to get everything done before like six 30 or seven before Lars gets up. Cause that's my only alone time really that I, that I truly have. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, that, that's rituals for me in the morning. And then rituals for me on a professional level, I would say, I, you know, I, I do have to nod back at, at making sure I have planned time in my schedule to plan and then making sure I'm going through the methodology of all the things that I want to, from a week to a month to a campaign from my pilot to my division and then thinking larger than that, where we're going to go. So for me, it's having that time blocked in my schedule where I'm going to be going through planning on a regular basis. For me, that typically happens on Fridays uh, where it's best where I can do my, my thinking where everybody else in my division is typically moving and doing something else. So that's one of my most important professional rituals that I keep uh, on a weekly basis. As you look into the future, you know, five, 10 years down the road, what do you feel like you're most excited about? First and foremost, I, I'm excited about being a dad, you know, you and I share in a, in a dad group that we belong to. And, and, uh, that, that brings a lot of fire and ignition to me. And I, I want to become the type of man that my kids want to emulate and model and importantly, showing them how a marriage can thrive and grow. Like, so I'm 
really excited about the the Keller household and and kind of what we're going to accomplish and and trips and things I'm going to do with the kids and everything within that that frame. I'm, I I got a lot of energy for that. And you know what? I, I'm still excited to be in Vector. Not every day is an exciting day in business, but when I look over the entire year and five years and 10 years, there are so many things that I can be excited about here. So I, I mean, I'm working to build a formidable division with inspired leaders that are going to create more leaders in the upcoming years. And I'm excited for my district manager team and our, our management candidates and the whole nine. So like that definitely brings a lot of energy for me in the next five to 10 years and where I think we can take our business. I've shared before with the company where it's like, I feel like people came out and they watched everything that was going on in the organization. They might not be impressed. You showed up for one day, but if you showed up for 365, you might understand why we've had some of the success that we've had. There's still a lot more that's on the table. There's more I definitely want to get. But I think for me, it's just been being willing to show up. I don't feel that I've ever been extraordinary at any one aspect of the business. But the ability to get up and do it every single day for a length of time with zeal and resilience has created what we have now. And looking back, I feel like that was the major factor for me and being willing to put my head down for years and years and years because I knew where I wanted to get to later. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's flashback episode of Changing Lives, Selling Knives, you can find the full episode and show notes at changinglivespodcast.com. You can also sign up there to receive free resources from me and some of our amazing guests. Please consider rating or reviewing us on your podcast player and hit the subscribe button so future episodes are automatically downloaded directly to your device. This is Dan Cassetta signing off We'll be back in a few days for our next story about changing lives.